Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. So look, the thing I think I might be able to make a column out of, and look, it is August. There is not much in the papers. The editor is on holiday, so the standards do drop a bit. This is our last podcast of this season uh, because we're going away on holiday for 10 days next week. And so it'll come back. It'll start again, you know, at the end of August. So I think you can write about what you're living. And what I'm living is what you call daddy daycare because you think I make too much of a thing about it but no it's but like, you're doing it all I know in, in a kind in some basically, kind I'm just it's slightly take- scary preparation to just sort of have me just killed basically you're just doing everything you're just taking the, sorting it all out taking the children there bringing them back doing their dinner putting them to bed and I've got nothing Turn, to do except turns out it's a walk in the park <laughs> <laughs> who absolutely knew that you can, you can uninvent marriage. Uh, no, yeah, I have been in amongst this high-pressure media uh, uh, career that I've been intending to, to, to keep on going with. Uh, yeah, no, I, well, I've been taking them to swimming every morning uh, and then bringing them back via dance school for Kitty, cricket school for Sam. But I don't know. You, the swimming, you made it my responsibility. You didn't think it was very important. I actually found the swimming school for you and pointed you in the direction of it. So I did actually find it. I'd like to point out that I'm not completely irrelevant. Um, but and, and it was touch and go whether whether they were going to do it. But but there is also that. No, question but you think you think it's okay in the summer holidays to sort of it doesn't doesn't do them any harm to sit about watching TV and not really doing anything and being bored. Whereas I sort of think we should keep them occupied. We should keep them doing things. They need to learn stuff. They need to become better people. We can teach them to swim. You think they can swim across a pool? They won't drown if they fall off a boat. Therefore, they're fine. I think they should be able to swim beautifully. Well, as it turns out, as it turns out, you are vindicated and they've enjoyed their lessons and their swimming has improved. I my thing was a bit like, yeah, they can not drown. I'm sure they'll learn to do strokes some other time but because you never really bothered to learn to swim properly i didn't i didn't you know what i didn't and i can't really swim and it's embarrassing one doesn't want which is why yeah one doesn't want to be 21 at a party or or like at the pool i love how you see one doesn't want to be 21 at a party and in your bikini and then not doing it well i'm worried about my children drowning we thought the ferry goes down when we're on the way to greece in 10 days time the children my wife is going flap 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 in a bikini because she's never bothered to learn to swim i can only rescue one of them i can tread water they cannot drown. They can keep their heads I have to rescue all three of you. But then I'm starting to worry. So swimming is good. Sam going to play cricket and, and Kitty going to do ballet. 
that's not going to save their lives and that's probably not going to be careers. Are there, are there more important things that I should be taking them to learn? Although you did have a very good point earlier on um, about that cricketers and ballerinas are two people that you are not going to be able to replace with AI. Well, what's the point? I mean, there, there are people at their school who in the summer holidays are taking their kids to teach them coding. Well, what's the point of teaching them coding? Uh, because, frankly, robots can code themselves. Big thing in this summer holidays I was reading the paper is people are sending their kids to do Mandarin, kind of intensive courses learning Mandarin. Like when the Chinese finally take over Britain, mm. what they're going to really want is fat, useless English people who can say hello who in can Chinese say hello, can to, I have to, a to, 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 to work for them. Yeah. No, they don't. Absolutely, we're going to be farmed for organs. Mm. Uh, and, and okay, so other, for a column, yeah. how about other more useful things kids should learn in some well, look, I want to t- basically what I want to put out there darling is bearing in mind that we've we've you've got to get the kids out of the house and you've got to do something and we've we've got uh, they've had swimming lessons the dancing lessons are over Sam's doing his cricket lessons what 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 would be a bit more 2019 a bit more useful well maybe water divining lessons because at some point all the water's going to run out so that would be useful wouldn't it to like be able to use those rods to find water but it doesn't work I've seen it work actually. No, you haven't. I have water divining rods. It does work. It's not a weird thing. I've seen it happen in Wiltshire. You've seen someone walking around with sticks. Divining rods and finding. You think water. that's going to be? Useful? Yeah, I've seen it happen. What about dishwasher loading? What? Well, learning how to load a dishwasher. They're all going to listen. Come you, the could, ap- you only what, what? Come the apocalypse. There not, I'm be- not talking about an apocalypse. Why are you talking about? Why an apocalypse? are you talking about an apocalypse? Because it's I'm just be saying an apocalypse. useful things to know when you grow up. No, and you're saying be- this world's going to be over and you have to find water on the moon with a yeah. stick. I'm just saying learn to load the dishwasher properly, so that so that when gun. you make your smoothie with your NutriBullet, instead of leaving the all the smoothie to go crusty and hard on the, but sit up and pay attention, and then it won't actually come out in the dishwasher. You just give it a rinse in the thing. You could learn that. You could learn to put plates together in bowls, like with like you could learn to open the scissors when you put them into the top deck of the dishwasher i do not ever put i don't know who's putting the scissors in the dishwasher it's not me or knives with nice handles where the it comes the glue put, comes on attached. i don't put those i don't put the handles uh, with the, with the thing roasting in the, tins in the with thing. the greaseproof paper still on them in the in the dishwasher that's possibly me yeah <laughs> so that's the whole thing we're all scared about robots and ai coming and taking our jobs and there's no point with kids being educated or doing any activities but when the climate change donald trump uh, asteroid hitting the Earth, uh, North Korea, probable Kashmir set off, India, Pakistan, nuclear power, smash up, everybody dead scenario prevails. Afterwards, ha ha ha, those of us who did water divining, pre water divining, pre modern skills. So you have you have to learn how to do things like build a build a build a bicycle. So when in, when you go back in time, you won't be able to build. You won't, I don't know how to build an internal combustion engine. Mm. I could probably build a bicycle. The question is, would you start with the penny farthing? Because like that was the first kind of bicycle. Would you go back in time and build a penny farthing? Can I just say the reason I said penny farthing? Yeah. Because a man just set the world record mm. for the land centre John O'Groats on a penny farthing. He's just broke it now. No one had tried for 130 years and he's just done it and broken that record. But how good is he at loading the dishwasher? This is traditionally the time of year where you can write really any old rubbish and get away with it because no one's really watching. When you say you can write any old rubbish, yeah. bearing in mind, you're, you know, it's me who has to write it. <laughs> and even, even if we did come up with a good idea for a column today, which I don't see, I think the papers are empty and I'm a bit stressed because it's one of those holiday weeks when we're going on holiday next week and this is the last column I have to do for a couple of weeks. 
and I've got to pack and I'm worried about the new term and I'm just everything. Uh, worried. He's, worried. I... He's, he's worried he does not going to get back in time to get to WH Smith for his favourite pencil case. <laughs> he's worried that all the 12 packs of colouring pencils are going to have gone and he's going to... No, I've got to start pack. a live radio I show. I don't know where my protractor is. <laughs> you don't even know what a protractor is. What did you get in GCSE maths? Exactly. Uh, it's only because I didn't turn over the paper and I missed the whole load of questions on the last page. And I only got a B. It's not a maths household. But no, I'm worried about the new term because in the new term, can I just talk about this stuff? Because it's what my shrink says is just talk about it. It's better. And I'm looking down at quite a short list of things to make columns out of. So if we can get something out of this, that's, that, that would be terrific. OK, but I will have to charge you for this at the end. But it's your, you, when do I not? It's August, so you're on holiday. If you're <laughs> actually, which is why I have to talk to you because my shrink's on holiday. Um... No, it's just that when I come back from holiday, when we come back from holiday, I've got to start, in theory, doing a live radio show. This podcast has been being so massively successful that now I have to do it live on talk radio on Sunday night. So I'm a bit stressed out about that starting maybe on September the 8th, and I don't know how that's going to work. And I've got to start a new television show, and I don't know if I can really risk going on holiday at all. And now we've got to do this, and there's nothing in the paper. Uh, but I do know that one of the, the first rules of journalism... Yes. <laughs> ..of which there are many, is if I do come up with a good idea, we should, we should probably shouldn't waste it when the editor's away. I mean, it's like literally... And also, nobody's reading the paper. If they are reading the paper, they're reading the, the French edition, and it's two days out of they date. They never put my columns in the French edition, because they, they, no, exactly. I always have some slightly anti-French joke in it, which they can't... <laughs> no, the French edition, which is in black and white. Oh, the just gone. We ate him. Bastard, we ate him. And I tell you what, if they, if they are reading the French edition, now we know that they can come over and do me in a trice, because they've got hoverboards. Because the hoverboard <gasps> guy that we talked about who failed has we now succeeded. We have to celebrate that Frank Zapata... Is he, was that no, that's called? Frank Zappa. That's this Frank. thing where he's not Frank Zappa. No, he's not called he's, Frank. He Frank Zapata. Frankie. 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 He's Frankie, Frankie Zapata. He made it. Made up the name. Yes, he did. No, no, he made it over the channel. Yes, he did. He made it over the channel completely in one fell swoop, hoverboarding directly from France to England. Sangat. Except stopping to refuel on the way. Did he stop to yeah, refuel? Yeah, he stopped. That's why he failed the first time, because he stopped to refuel, but the refueling platform on the boat was too small, then he fell in the sea. <laughs> Oh, Didums, incidental music, please, splosh, Monsieur Hulot music. Yeah. Uh, and so he's done it again with a much bigger, basically he stopped on an oil tanker. Why didn't he just go the whole way on the oil tanker? Anyway, it seems, <laughs> it seems so he's got, so he's done this thing and he, where he's, where he's hovered. So if they don't, so, so now if, 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 if I write something anti-French, he can come and get me. What I, what is? I would have thought there were plenty of other ways to get to England. There's the Channel, there's the Eurostar, there's a ferry, there's an aeroplane. No, airplane. no, but haven't you seen, we're living in this strange time at the moment where there isn't enough carbon dioxide mm. in the atmosphere we've got this problem there's there's too many trees there's too many forests people simply aren't driving enough uh, international holidays just haven't caught on and there's really no airports or aeroplanes so the french have come up with this way where each individual person gets their own aeroplane burning so loads they could just sort of bump into each other in the air and go oh no i don't understand you give way on what's in which direction on the mini roundabout that, that's a cross between your jeff boycott and my hungarian grandmother sorry i'll do it again no because the french people they don't understand the roundabout they it don't. changed a long time ago priority at what priority from right or priority à gauche they don't actually know so in france you drive along oh bang whoops mm. a daisy have a glass of wine have another one <laughs> now they have invented the rocket pack well there are no rules in the sky so 70 million of them they take off and the really good thing is is that they're finally going to be pumping some carbon dioxide into the atmosphere mm. finally starting a process of, of global warming which but the french will be very excited because they can add that they'll add another layer of bureaucracy to their already completely over bureaucratic system i hadn't thought of that you're quite right yeah. you think how hard it is to to get the do open a bank account exactly. in France. Exactly. What about to get your hover Rocket. jet <laughs> <laughs> license? That's probably quite a good idea. Is that a good idea for a column? Probably. They had the plans for this jetpack in 1973, mm. but because the French only work 
you know, three hours a day and, and have a massive lunch break. form back because says, there's yeah. a tiny finger. Oh, it's, oh, it's oh, a lunch break. Oh, I have to there go. is a smudge. Yeah. There is a smudge on the bottom. No, yeah. we can't have that. I lived in Paris in uh, 1991 too. And for the first six months, you couldn't get a job unless you had a bank account. You couldn't get a bank account unless you had a job. It was Uh-oh. a classic. And I eventually got my Credit Lyonnais bank account and I put them up. And then I, I, when I, and I got the job and I worked and I lived there. And then I left 28 years ago, but I still haven't managed to close my You're credit. You're kidding I've me. got 700 francs in there. You're joking. No, and I don't know. There's no way they don't recognize. What's that in to- euros? Who knows? Who knows? Seven. Seven, well, 700 <laughs> Seven francs at the time would have been about 70 pounds. Yeah. So about four euros. God. Exchange rate joke there. Yeah, it was very yeah. funny. I love uh, it. Anyway, so I have a credit. So if it, if it all goes tits up, I've got 700 francs in the Credit Lyonnais, basically because it's impossible to close a bank account. To close, the administration fee is uh, 7 euros. Although... They, it probably means it's 10 euros. It'll cost you money to close the bank account. They probably all the money to Monsieur Hulot for his... Probably. For his hover jet. Can we move on to talk? Because you could start with that and then you could go on to make a whole load of Back to the Future jokes. In your, if you want to turn this into a column, can you? Because oh, because there's the hover. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're saying that because the hoverboard. Well, if you wanted to, t- if you want because to, you're saying there's a hoverboard in Back to the Future. Yes. Well, it's a I kind see. of Back to the Future. You, you, yeah. So it's a no, kind but of. I said that before we started recording that this morning earlier on. Don't give it away. No, I know. I know. It's you've, you've got into the Back to the Future thing with that. So, so this. So no, but this guy's, you, you talk. Right. So this guy's invented basically a hoverboard, which. Which is like the thing in Back to the Future. Yeah. The film which you're the expert. Is that basically the same thing as Michael J. Fox has? Uh, he actually has, he has like a hover... No, it's a ho- no. He hasn't, they don't have jetpacks. Or do they? I well, feel no, like- it's not a jetpack. This is a jet board. This is a hoverboard. It's I not. Come it's to a you with the- It's not. No, it's, it's not. a hoverboard. Is the whole point of the thing. Wait. No, it isn't. Okay, it's not. tum Get to the page. Finally, the hoverboard. Are you even looking at the right newspaper? Being very relaxed. Because obviously Ben can just cut all this out, yeah, and yeah. it's all cool, and no one has to hurry or freak out. Or you, you've got not looking in the right newspaper. I'm not looking in the right newspaper. No, that's the wrong day. Is it yesterday? Where are you going? I'm going to get yesterday's paper. No, it's in today's paper. Oh, you're right, it's in yesterday's paper. It's here somewhere. Come on, Frankie. This is ridiculous. Right. Monday. Okay, there we go. Okay. There we go, darling. If you just want to just uh, have a look at that bloke and... All right, no, you win. You win. Listen, it's no. fine. That's fine. So, but what did you... Fine. I don't disagree with you to be an arsehole. I disagree with you because I genuinely think that you're wrong. But I'm very happy to admit that, that I'm wrong. Yeah. It's okay. all fine. So a hoverboard. Having so established that the hoverboard we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes is a hoverboard. It's a hoverboard. Okay. So that's a bit like the one in Back to the Future, isn't it? It's a lot like the one in Back to the Future, except the one in Back to the Future was made by Mattel because it was like a Barbie hoverboard. Anyway, and Michael J. Fox borrows it and does cool things. What do you mean it was made by Mattel? Mattel. Mattel's a real company. Yes, I know. It that's didn't really ho- make hoverboards. Darling. What? In the film, the joke is that the, 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 the hoverboard is made by Mattel. Yeah, right. he steal. Well, he takes it from a little girl. It's like a Barbie hoverboard. Oh, you mean there's so many hoverboards around that even kids have one? Exactly. I've just got that joke. So it's kind of like maybe like it's a, like going back to the future. Like a suddenly I've like like got it the first time. It's like a poor patrol scooter or a Barbie scooter. She has this hoverboard that's made by Mattel. Okay, so that's the thing in Back to the Future. But it is interesting. What other things from Back to the Future now exist? What do they get right? What did they get wrong? Because that is quite fun. What other what, things did they have? Well, what do you remember from from the Back to the Future when they go to when they go to the future? I don't know because I I only watch films once. I don't well, not like you watching them a thousand times there was throughout the eighties. Self tying shoes. Got a nod from Ben, the producer. Who, yeah, a self drying coat. 
there's a food rehydrator. So you put a little tablet in like the food rehydrator and then out comes a steaming pizza. So that was another one of uh, Steven Spielberg's fun they little adventures. They didn't imagine the future where we wouldn't eat pizza anymore. Whatever happened to pizza? Anyway, so um, you don't look very engaged by this at all. Well, no, it doesn't sound. It sounds like a bit of a. It sounds like the uh, Back to the Future possibly end is a bit of a dead end. Is it okay? But it's still great that, that he, isn't it? It seems, but it's still great that he's gone across in a, in a in a hoverboard. I'm not sure it's a column, but I tell you what might be a column. But it could be a summer column. Remember the editors away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What should we talk about next? Shall we talk about... We could talk about the Peaky Blinders TV festival, which is hilarious. So they are they are actually no. It's, is it a Peaky Blinders TV festival, like yes. a Peaky Blinders land? It, okay, I'm going to have to go back to. Sorry. What, what, back. Do you know what day that one is? Nope. I thought you were the like newspaper monitor. So with all the bits, when we me. started this podcast, you used to put little post-it notes in with everything, and now you just say, "I said you read the papers," and you go, "No, it'll be fine." We'll be fine. The Peaky Blinders festival was early in the week. It was like Monday. Peaky Blinders Festival. Here we go. Stephen Knight. Don't say names that people never heard of. Who's Stephen Knight? I was Knight? about to explain who he is. Oh, who is he? Stephen Knight, who is the creator of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Has founded the legitimate Peaky Blinders Festival in Birmingham after an unofficial event went ahead last year, despite his attempts to block it. So he, this event, which will include concerts and 200 actors recreating scenes from the show will outdo in imitators and draw fans from all over the world. Peaky Blinders being particularly popular to hipsters, obviously. I mean, what came first? The, the hipster haircut or this, this Cillian Murphy haircut? Killian Murphy, well, we, well, the, well, they're all very clean-shaven, though, whereas the hipsters are kind of beardy. They, it's the clothes. True. It's those kind of Edwardian clothes. Yes. Another thing about Peaky Blinders is they have modern music over period oh, yeah. like events do you remember they got they have kind of thrash so you get to dress in Edwardian clothes but you don't have to listen to shit Edwardian no, music no and you can like rock out to like Primal Scream or whatever Primal Scream while slashing people's eyes out with the razor blades with, in your hat with your hat exactly when the rapper Snoop Dogg visited Britain he met Stephen Knight who's the creator of Peaky yeah. Blinders had to tell him that the show resonated with him and others who grew up in the ganglands of Los Angeles so maybe we Snoop will say anything 
to be popular now. Snoop is, yeah, he's got that cooking show with Martha Stewart. So I think Snoop is maybe... He's maybe not cool anymore? It's very hard for Snoop Dogg not to be cool, but... So and look, the, this is boring. So this what festival, about other Peaky Blinders? There's so nothing that's not to a, say. That's not a, no, I know that's not a column. So how are we going to turn it into a column? What could other you do with TV that? shows. Other TV shows turned into festivals, and what would happen? Yes. At them. So. For example. For example. If, if you made a festival out of. Line of Duty. Just people going around going. Oh, a festival just, just that you get really excited God, about, and then it's really disappointing. And then it's really disappointing. Yeah, exactly. A bodyguard festival where you think you're at one festival, but it turns out to be a completely different festival. How, like, everyone thought it was a romance story, but actually it turned out to just be, like, another Ben Copper story. What do they always say in Line of Duty? What were those phrases they always used? used? They would go, oh, it's Ben. Oh, no, he's Ben. It's a Ben Copper. Ben what, Copper. What do ben, they always I say? hate Ben Coppers. <laughs> I hate Ben Coppers. The great thing about doing a Line of Duty festival would be when you've got loads of crap out-of-work actors to dress up as the characters and be really wooden and deliver these really shit lines in a really unbelievable way. It would be just like the TV show. <laughs> there would be absolutely no disconnect. How the shitter managed, the show, the better you, the better the thing you can make about it. So, um, I mean, how they managed to make Vicky McClure look really kind of wooden and ridiculous. She's in something now and apparently good. I she, don't know. She's, a, I mean, she's amazing. Uh, what and about, I'm sure uh, that other... you like Mrs. Brown's Boys, don't oh you? Oh my God, I love Mrs. Brown's Boys. Yeah, you and Michael Gove could go along because he loves it. You and Michael Gove could go along to this heinous. Anti-Irish, transphobic. It's not anti-Irish. Why do you say that? And I my, and pretend I, to be Irish when they're Irish not. Mary gets got very angry with me when I said that. Note, I like, my friend. My, sorry. My Note, my wife has a friend called Mary who's from Ireland, known in this house as Irish Mary. Anyway, <laughs> tell us about how I'm not. Uh, how I, not I, I I think I think. Hello, Irish I Mary. Can, I can actually. She's not listening to this. I I can actually trace Irish Mary's like gradually stopping speaking to me from when I declared that I really liked Mrs Brown's boys and thought it was really funny. Is that when our children, they were really good friends together and then she suddenly she stopped She suddenly wanting... stopped with you. Yeah, cause, so, so what would happen at Mrs Brown's boys festival? You just leap around and like do ridiculous things and get yourself into scrapes. Sit around a kitchen table drinking tea going... But it's loads of middle-aged Englishmen pretending to be middle-aged Irish women. He's up. Irish! Yes, rubbish. they're all His actually... accent's are... awful, is he? And it's a man, by the way. Yeah, like, Mammy no. is a man. Yeah, I know. That's Did the you whole know thing. that? The main character. It's a man. I know. <laughs> but he, and his, you... his wife is in the show and she plays his slash her daughter. You're a complete idiot. <laughs> How can this possibly be the thing that is... Suddenly it's the fact that you find me amusing so and sometimes laugh at my jokes funny. is worthless because it is the it is it is like it is a byword a password for TV gobshite and you're consistently saying uh, that how much you love Mrs Brown's boys and it's I just have been thinking you were joking. It's too funny when she gives herself. It's like it ain't half hot, mum. When when she gives herself a bikini wax, it's like the best episode. I I I've never ever laughed so hard. using my special window closing device. Ah, oh, because I didn't see it. It was probably behind the group. I see. I love how you glance towards Ben, worried that the noise of the rain on the roof is drowning us out, and he's looking at the roof thinking, I hope it gets a bit louder, so we can't hear these two idiots. Did you see that? So Viscountess Weymouth... Oh, this is the actual big news story of the week, isn't it? Is that... It's the, it's the, well, the big news story of the week is that everybody on Strictly is rubbish. So I think... 
Um, previously, they've had really, really quite famous people. And there's been the whole strain has been, who are they? Admittedly, that happens with every celebrity show. With Iron Celebrity, they go, yeah. who are these people? And this this Elvis Presley, who can this be? <laughs> they uh, Choosing, that's how in touch I am with popular culture that I had. died in 1981. Elvis Presley was, was just 1977. Uh, uh, yes, don't go and Google it. Really, no, it's embarrassing for you. Don't Google it. Elvis Presley died in 1977, August the... I think right, 17, right, right, honestly. Right, right, right. Um, but so, but so, so you know that uh, they always complain that people aren't really famous. But Viscountess Weymouth, who, who we've met, mm-hmm. met her at dinner a couple of times. Who nice. is married to, and it's a bit, all a bit confusing because she's she's going to be the Viscountess or she's going to be the Countess when her husband Sulin, who we've also met, who we also like, becomes Earl of Bath, and they all live at Longleat. And anyway, so she's gone on Strictly, and the the problem is. And then they, and, they've been, and James Cracknell's gone on. The problem with Strictly is that it's not an interesting social experiment like um, like Big Brother, and it's not sexy like Shag Island. It is. It's just people who really, really want to be famous. Yeah, but all you, it says about yes, but you. you say that I we don't really watch those big telly events in this house because I don't know we just, we just don't. But whenever I have watched. Strictly Come Dancing or X Factor or something like that which the kids actually really really like and kids are a bit older now and she can stay up and watch these things and my friend Simon Conway comes around because he hasn't got a telly and sometimes watches Strictly or X Factor and they are yes fine it's about people wanting to be, to be famous whatever but they are also like really 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 super fun they're really super fun and but lively. why would people with and any Cla- dignity go on this on thing it, who, who we love and Tess Daly and all those people and it's all really jolly it's like kind of like a night, nice cosy Saturday night telly it do- you don't you can't suspend your disbelief enough to watch it. But and I nor can I make I, a career out of sitting down and writing columns of the paper going, it's really sweet, fun telly. My job is based on thinking it's shit. My whole life is based on thinking things like that are shit. Well, and wouldn't it be interesting... the thing that is worst to... about Strictly yeah. is that there's this... Like when, when Jeremy Vine went on it because he'd reached a kind of glass ceiling of how famous he could be from doing TV shows and radio shows and the news, so he just went on and danced. All those cricketers, it's really embarrassing for me that cricket, the sport that I love, they're the only ones that anyone's ever heard of Darren Goff, Mark Ramprakash. Fifth, they go Phil on. They, they go on. Well, Phil Tuffman went on Celebrity, but they they, oh, they, yeah. they go on uh, Strictly Come Dancing, and dance, and it's just it's just embarrassing. And they're trying to show this sort of this other side of themselves, and it's it's awful. Well, John watch, Sargent, Anne Widdicombe. Well, couldn't you turn this? Couldn't you turn this bile and ire into um, something constructive for your column? I mean, my problem with with uh, Strictly is I just I can't bear those. Those communal TV events, everyone's so into it that they sort of allow it to wash over themselves. They, they don't engage any critical thing. They just think Strictly is all really marvellous. I'm surprised that you would like it. I wouldn't want to watch it every week, I don't think, because I would find it quite stressful and it's all a bit bright and a bit noisy. But I think it, 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 I it, feel, it's... Because I feel a bit off the pace. We never watch those things. We, we never watch. We didn't watch Broadchurch. We no. didn't watch Line of Duty. There was a time in our marriage when we used to, you know, have some dinner and sit down and watch TV. Mm. We don't do that anymore. Many, you know, it, it, it's... Um, well, to find something that we there both... There are those who say that sitting and watching television has killed the modern marriage. We don't even watch television. <laughs> was it the box? Remember the good old days when we were just married, we just frantically up all night together watching TV. <laughs> just didn't care. Just kept on. Again, yeah, gone. I could, in those days, I could go on for hours. I could watch hour after hour after hour of TV. We, we were exhausted. I was eventually sort of... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, where was that? Where's that phrase? Did, did you read that phrase? Was it from Fleischman is in trouble? The slow box set death march? No, it was from Succession, which is back on in the autumn, by the way. Which I will definitely watch with you, Succession, because it was brilliant. I died hanker for the days when we used to sit and watch box sets. We did. If we could find one that we both enjoyed, then that would be great. Well, we've but we've diverged so much in our lives now that we can't even find a TV show that we both like. Name one that we both like. Succession. 
Yeah, but that's not on at the moment. Yeah, but it will Peaky be Peaky Blinders, not on at the moment. Yeah. The world is conspiring. Netflix is conspiring to end our marriage. What, which ones have we liked? I we love loved... how you just play it on Netflix. <laughs> we loved The Wire. No, we didn't. Yeah, you I've, go. I've said, this, I've said this before on this podcast, how much I hated The Wire. Have you? I Maybe they the cut wire. it out because it was boring. And Breaking Bad was depressing. We had to stop watching Breaking Bad halfway through episodes through series eight. Dexter was just. Bleh. But then we watched nine series of Dexter. Those were happy days. Were they? Yeah, weren't they? But how are we going to turn this into a column, darling? I don't know. I don't think we are going to. I think we need to move on to something else. More TV stories. Mm. Paul Hollywood. Oh. You see, Paul Hollywood. The, that we, noise is all we need to. to say. That's it. I'll say it again. Paul Hollywood. Oh. That's basically that, that's the story. Paul Hollywood. God. Paul Hollywood. <laughs> Can't do, one. do it again. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> it's just to hear you groan. No, it, uh, no, but Paul, that's a Paul Hollywood line, isn't it? I get me too, just oh. like him. No, the collapse, the oh. failure, the absolute. Are you now shuddering and vomiting because of Paul Hollywood? Jesus. I'm not surprised. The, the, the collapse of Paul Hollywood is the vindication to me of not having ever watched Bake Off. I could not watch that. I, that's a typical example of these shows. You know, oh, Bake Off. Oh, it's just a bit. It's just cosy. Oh, look. Oh, it's a soggy bottom. Oh, he's a just an old perv yeah. who tries to get women to sign away their right to speak. It has just created this horrific monster this thing when, and he wears his sort of biker leathers and he swaggers around and he leaves his wife for a co-presenter and then he goes back to her because he loves her uh, and then he's just immediately off shagging a barmaid who's who's out now walking around she wouldn't sign a non-disclosure agreement and so she's now out in her sort of boob tubes and he's he and then he went on Twitter and sort of said and I can't do his accent because I've never watched I gather he's from Liverpool and what, I wouldn't try because that's difficult and I haven't seen Liv him is difficult I haven't one. seen the show anyway um, but uh, he's gone out there and his, his statement which he says I'm not going to get involved with mud slinging with that mad cow who's <laughs> taken control of the media to say her insane rubbish which I won't stoop to the level of that base evil you know and they like a nine-year-old and he's a fat overweight grey-haired man of what 74 75 and 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 he's now got to come back onto this friendly show and it's it just it's oh I, is he still doing the show oh, he's still doing the show no yeah he stayed oh Mel and Sue god. disappeared didn't take the money he now does the show oh my god uh, I I haven't, he's the only I've one left watched. of the original lineup I haven't watched Bake Off for years and I think and, and it's just it's now the idea that it's this cosy show with this grotesque old I mean it's just it's just a vindication for me because imagine if I put 15 years into loving that show now suddenly I was I, you know the, what are you worried about nothing I was wondering who that is Oh, it's suave. It's 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 just suave coming and going, doing the doing the bathroom, which uh, you said would take a week, and regular listeners will know who's been going since this podcast started. No, and this I, is the sixth episode. It's been six weeks, no, and he's he's changed one tap. No, and no, it's fine. What I'm saying it quietly. He's really nice. He's really he's changed it beautifully. That tap. Do the loo in October. Is he listening? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with Giles Corran and Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to avoid ever missing an episode. And if you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to my column in the podcast description. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.